This time we're chatting with Tracy Childers, an entrepreneur who's behind one of the most celebrated internet marketing success stories, Wishlist Products. Now, Wishlist are arguably most famous for Wishlist Member that powers thousands and thousands of online membership sites across the internet and around the world. So Tracy, it's a pleasure to meet you. Well, thank you, appreciate you having me. You have been around on the internet now for, for many, many years. Can I ask how your journey started? Well, that's a great question. It's kind of uh, maybe sort of a unique uh, background. I, well, I grew up when I was a kid, um, I had a father who was an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, all kinds of businesses. Uh, the first primarily was automotive repair shops. And then eventually he just took his entrepreneur background and started investing in real estate. And then after he started investing in real estate, he started teaching people about how he invested in real estate. And back then, the only thing that was really around was direct marketing and also seminars. So he did a lot of teaching at seminars. So Back then, you know, at the ripe age of like 11 or 12, I had my job was the director of shipping, which basically meant I duplicated audio tapes and packaged them up to send them to the people that purchased them <laughs> at the seminar over the weekend. So I kind of took that and recognized just how the world was just even way back then this is this is a long time ago i'm talking like in 82 or 1982 um people were hungry to buy information and so all kinds of information it wasn't just learning how to invest in real estate but just all kinds of things and just over the course of the years it naturally kind of evolved into uh, things were being sold online in terms of the internet and I was just always fascinated with technology uh, so the internet just kind of became uh, a real good fit for me. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's amazing that that's been your journey into the online world. I mentioned Wishlist Member at the very beginning of this, but for anyone who hasn't heard of it, I guess it's it's you know time for us to explain more about Wishlist Member. Could you just give us a bit of background and tell us what the uh, the software itself does? Sure. So Wishlist Member runs, as you mentioned, as a WordPress plugin. And way back in uh, 2008 or so, uh, a close friend of mine, Stu McLaren, and I uh, decided that we would become partners and set up a company uh, that would create software to run a membership site. And the backstory of it was he was trying to set up a membership site of his own online and was really, really frustrated with the current solutions that were available back then. Uh, they were, they kind of came in. Really, there really, there wasn't much around back then. It was uh, one was really inexpensive and was available to the masses, and it was really complicated to set up. It didn't have anything to do with WordPress. Then there was another system that also had nothing to do with WordPress, and it was very, very expensive, but they kind of like walked you through everything. And so we saw that the, that the uh, majority of the people that we were talking to were tired of building sites with HTML where they had to hire a webmaster, and things were starting to move in the direction of WordPress with plugins and themes. And Stu said how frustrated he was. And I said, well, uh, why, why don't you just build something? He said, I don't think you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble using these other 
pieces of software that are already created, much less be able to create one of my own. And I said, well, why don't we team up? I have uh, been developing software for quite some time at that point, and I think that we could build something fairly uh, easily. And uh, believe it or not, we built this really in mind that he could use it to run uh, an idea for a membership site, and then we would create a company that was also uh, running as a membership site as well. And it wasn't really our intention to create specifically that product the way it is today. We knew that we wanted to sell information, and back then, way back then, uh, if you if you've been around WordPress at all, you've probably heard of a popular plugin for e-commerce called WooCommerce. Well, back in the day, that was a company called Woo Themes, and Woo Themes. Uh, they were one of the early companies that were building themes for WordPress. And if you know anything about WordPress, themes mean uh, how it looks and then plugins were how it functions. Mm -hmm. And so they were creating all these themes and they had a membership. Hey, you can sign up for our membership and you'll get a new theme every month. And what we saw was there were two things with WordPress, themes and plugins. And everything was going in the way of themes, and plugins really weren't quite popular yet. There were a lot of plugins, but most of them were free. And we said, hey, what if we became the first membership that sold plugins? You would get a new plugin every month. And that was our initial idea. And in order to create that, we had to create our own system that would run our membership site. And that's what wishlist member was and at the time we really had no idea uh, how important that first plugin would be and how many people had the same need for something like that yeah i mean it has become the go-to membership site plugin on the internet and I, I, i'm sure that many people who are either reading or listening to this um, have come across wishlist member in terms of you that was back in 2008 that you had the idea how has it evolved over time tracy and, and what challenges have you faced along that along that route oh well i don't know how much time you have <laughs> <laughs> um so it's a great question though because I, i'd say First, I want to uh, clarify one thing. When we talk about wishlist member and we talk about a membership site, there's typically a little bit of confusion that comes up. And people say, well, what exactly does that mean? They hear the term membership site and they immediately think, oh, that's where I pay you uh, something every month to get something. And well, no, that's actually a subscription model a business plan, we charge you something per month. Uh, but a membership can come in many shapes or forms. It could be a free membership. Ultimately, we kind of break it down and we say a membership plugin controls access to what people people have, mm -hmm. uh, meaning they have to log in first with their username and a password, and then they can get access to this and these people can get access to that. So that's kind of the clarification. Now if you move on to saying, hey, all the way back in 2008, what were the big challenges and roadblocks? Well, 
really, when you look at it back then, there was not a clear example of how to structure a plug-in business. I mentioned that there were a lot of people selling themes. There weren't a lot of people selling plugins. There were a lot of free plugins and they put them in the WordPress repository and then people would just download them for free. But we were always about you know, selling information or selling products or selling software. And so we had to figure a lot of stuff out in terms of licensing and stuff. And nowadays, so much of that has just been like figured out and, and you can just look at the space and say, oh, this is what people do in order to sell a plugin. So that was that was the number one problem when you go way, way back. Um, moving forward a bit, uh, if you understand where WordPress was back in 2008, they were still fairly young. Uh, they had been around for a little while, but there were some other things like Joomla and Drupal and other systems. And WordPress just continued to move forward and being the most popular. They got to be the most popular pretty quick, but now they're by far and far and away more popular. They run, I think, over, it's between 35 and 40% of the websites online. And this is way back even before there was Wix and Squarespace and, and stuff. So all, if you look at the way technology works and it was always changing, it, it actually was a challenge, but it also created an opportunity for us mm -hmm. because I mentioned that we weren't really clear what the business plan was and how you sell plugins. But back then, uh, hey, buy this for a very, very short amount of time, we would sell the software. And then, okay, now what about updates and support? There was a very short window when we were just like, let's just try to <laughs> get stuff out the door. And we hadn't even thought through that. Um, as time went on, we were like, we need to figure out some sort of way to sell updates and plugin or updates and support ongoing and we had a big challenge we said okay well what about when it comes to uh new features and we would we would do our versioning based on new features and that was a little bit of a challenge until finally it all got sorted out and it's just basically the way the whole uh i guess ecosphere works now people basically buy software in terms of wordpress plugins and they buy them for, you get access to the software and you get one year of updates and support. It doesn't matter like what version, you know, like Windows 10 or Windows 11, it was, it was basically on a timeline. And so finally we've sorted all that stuff out, but basically it's always a moving, a moving target. I almost, many times I've said, it's almost like building an airplane as you were flying it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way of putting it. Were you surprised by the success? Actually, I really was. Uh, it, I, I thought it, it was pretty early on when when Stu and I realized, hey, we we really have something. And then as it would go on, we're like, okay, we we went for maybe the first uh, all not quite a whole year, but uh, the first at least eight months where we had not spent a dime on advertising. We started a, an affiliate program early on. And so really the word was getting spread by having an affiliate program and word of mouth. And um, that was that was really exciting because I, I think that 
a long time ago, I kind of figured out a formula in terms of, I mentioned that I had created software mm -hmm. uh, before this, and the formula was pretty simple. Take a look at what's popular online and see if you can find a hole in what's available. And it's probably best explained by a previous piece of software that I had created. It's back when everybody was trying to figure out online video. Uh, this is before YouTube. Turns out YouTube was pretty popular. <laughs> um, but I had a piece of software. People were trying to convert video back then, and they were uh, converting. Back then, it was, are you going to put it in the Windows Media format, the QuickTime format? And nobody knew. And at that point in time, it was Flash video. And there was a piece of software that converted your video into Flash video, and it helped you make a player and put it on your site. And I found that people were saying the same thing over and over. That's great software, but it's really complicated to use. And so what I figured out back then is like if you can find something that everybody's talking about, but uh, nobody's meeting the actual problems that people are discussing, then you have a real good formula for a good product. And so we saw that with that same situation. Lots of people were talking about WordPress. Lots of people talking about membership sites, you know, how do I deliver digital products? And we were just looking around. We were trying to find something ourselves, and it just wasn't available. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to today, unfortunately, a lot of other people <laughs> recognized our success kind of early on, and now you have lots of options. It's, it's true enough. I mean, um, I guess, though, that that, that simple kind of decision back in 2008 has changed your life in many ways yeah it really has um you know when when i was i mentioned um you know when i was younger and uh when i was i was kind of fresh out of college and i was trying to decide what direction i would i would go and uh i had uh, you know a few different job opportunities oddly enough all my connections were in the information product uh, <laughs> right. world and uh, i was looking at working with a company that sold um, software training and they were selling at seminars and also on uh, videos and uh, i was pretty fascinated by the opportunity but i i ultimately decided that i would uh uh, get involved in a startup. So my father and I actually started a company, and we were we were selling information online, and and we grew the company. And um, when I was age 26, I had 35 people working for me. Wow! And man, it was just it, it was really really hard. And I and I said to myself, I never want to do that. <laughs> I, I never want to do that again. So once I finished up with that, I kind of started working on my own and really, you know, small business consultant and really just maybe I'll ha hire a few contractors. But then as Wishlist member started growing, it was natural that we had to add more and more people to our team. And so it has changed my life, but I think one of the biggest impacts is, you know, getting to the point where like, yeah, this is this is just how it works. When you uh, get a certain level of success, it's largely based on uh, what kind of a team you put together. Mm -hmm. And one of the, I guess, most gratifying things that really has changed my life is to see uh, the team that we've put together. And, you know, uh, some people have worked for us for 
you know, we, we just crossed over 13 years. So we've had people that have been with us for well over 10 years now. And to see uh, them put their kids through school based on uh, the fact that they work for us is really, really exciting and gratifying. That's amazing. I mean, how big is the company now? How many, how many um, members of the team do you have? We have uh, about 18 and maybe a couple that are part-timers. So it's r- roughly around 20. Um, and it, it just, it's a great team and we, we all work, uh, virtually. So it's just a completely different world. We've always done it that way. And so people work from all over the world. Everybody works from home, but you know, we do our online meetings and Mm -hmm. go through what we're going to build and what we're going to change and all that stuff. So it's, it's pretty fun. So when the pandemic hit, it wasn't a massive impact to you or, or your team. It was almost like, well, this is the norm. Everyone's just catching up with us now. Oh man, you said it well. It was, it was really interesting because, um, in many ways, I was looking at the world and everybody now starts using Zoom and stuff. And I'm like, well, you guys are just kind of finally catching on. This is how the world <laughs> works, you know. Um, what? So really, it didn't. It didn't affect us in terms of working with our team at all. Uh, it was a little bit challenge for me, challenging for me personally because uh, I wasn't getting out of the house very much, you know, on the weekends and things like that, which I found is really helpful just in terms of balancing your life. You know, if you if you work from home and you're home all the time and you never get out, eventually you get a little tapped out and like I don't need to do another Zoom meeting with anybody. Yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And and in terms of uh, Wishlist now, uh, obviously you've got Wishlist member, and you have other products as well in your portfolio. Yeah, that's a really good question, and and that kind of goes back to maybe one of the earlier cha- challenges that you asked about that I did not mention. Uh, I mentioned that we were planning to uh, build different plugins every month. Well. It turns out that's a little bit more uh, complicated <laughs> than you would think, uh, because when you're building software, you really want uh, to think through all of the ways that people are going to use it. And when we were trying to crank out a new plugin every month, I mean, it was just a rapid cycle. Like, okay, we got to do this, 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 and then just let's move on. We got to move on to the next one, and uh, it got to the point. And I said, this is not sustainable. You know, and uh, we need to we need to rethink this this business strategy. And so we stopped making all these plugins and we really put the focus back on wishlist member. And there was a challenge at uh, when the way WordPress was evolving and the way the competition was um, was was growing. I took a step back, and this was, uh, I mentioned uh, Stu, my friend that he and I started the company with, and he had decided to move on mm-hmm. um, maybe like six years into it. And w- I, I said, we need to step back and look at what we're doing. And so Wishlist Member ultimately started to, to make things easier. And over time, with all the feedback and, oh, could it do this? Could it do that? Could it do that? It started to become more and more complicated because we had piled feature on top of feature, and then it didn't really make all that sense. So it was a real big challenge for us to step back and say, we need to we need to re-engineer this thing. And so uh, we 
we looked at everything we were doing and everything that we wanted to be able to do and we kind of had to build a new structure and it took us a long time to rebuild it much longer than we ever expected to and uh, the first version that we built it took us about three months to get a working solution and that was a really good solution in three months it's very fast because you don't have anything else distracting you but when you're building on top of a system and you're trying to think through what else could it do and we have to be careful that we're not going to break compatibility of all these people that are relying on wishlist member for their website. It took us two and a half years to rebuild the solution, uh, making sure that nothing would break and then it would be uh, more robust and more scalable in the future. And uh, once we did that, boy, it, it was it was a long challenge, but it really put us on a course uh, to be able to open up to a lot of new opportunities in the future. And how did that decision come about, Tracy? Because obviously that, as you say, it's such a big undertaking to take a, an already successful product. I know that you were spending time developing it and, and reversioning the old version, but to take that huge step to go, actually, no, we're going to start again from the ground up. Um, how how did you feel at the time? And, and as you say, it took you two and a half years. You're expecting it to be much shorter. But how, what was going through your mind at the time? Were you frustrated? Do you find it too much of a challenge in, in some ways? Yeah, you know, if I, um, I'll just open up and I'll, I'll be honest with you on this part. What part of what you didn't hear in that story is that um, with all this competition, I was saying, how how do we direct the company to make sure that we are still at the top of our field? You know, we've got all these competitors, and and I kept thinking, okay, we need to also build a theme. And uh, because this is what our people need, people that are using our software. And we actually spent uh, a little over a year working on a theme that would answer a particular set of problems that I, that I saw. And at the end of that, it just wasn't going the way that I really wanted it to. And I had to step back and say, it was a really, really tough decision we need to stop. Even though we put uh, a whole year of work in on this project, we need to stop and get back to our core. Because sometimes it's really important for you to understand what is driving your whole business. And if we kept working on something that was not really the core mm -hmm. and recognizing that the core needed some updates, um, so that was one of the toughest calls I ever made was to say, let's stop after doing all that work and let's put all of our focus on this. And here we are that, you know, that was, that was roughly five years ago and, uh, maybe four, um, and it was the right decision to make. Uh, but it was, it was, it was challenging though. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, I mean, what, which thing in your business uh, endeavors are you most proud of? And is it the fact that you did, did that? Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, there's, there's a combination and I think when I, when I think about what am I most proud of, I think that, uh, hearing back from, from people that say, wow, your solution has really changed my life because now I'm able to do everything that I was wanting to and I had all this frustration before 
I was able to start using your product. And we we have certainly grown since that first uh, version. And now we've, we've crossed over where it's running on uh, a little over 100,000 different websites. Wow. And so we don't, we don't really track all of the numbers. We just know how many times the software has been activated. So when I see that it's running on somebody else's website and I see that they're using our software <laughs> yeah. to really impact other people's lives, I think that's one of the most gratifying things uh, over the, the whole time that I can think of. Wow. What are your um, what would be your, your top tips? You know, for anyone who's thinking of starting or growing an online business, are there any, any insights you'd like to share? Yeah, that's a really important one. Um, and you know, way back when when I was uh, younger and you know, you kinda have to realize, okay, what is it that you're good at? Because um, if you try to do something that you're not good at, it usually ends up failing miserably. Okay. And I'll give you a, a quick little analogy is, uh, you know, I, I played baseball when I was a kid. Uh, but then as you get a little bit older, that turns into softball. And, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a real big, strong guy. I had a friend, one of my best friends. He, he had probably the most home runs in the league. Um, but what happened a lot of the times is he would try to swing for the fence and he would hit it pretty much straight to one of the outfielders and they would catch it and he would be out. And I was like, you know, I'm never going to be able to hit this thing over the fence. Um, but what I could do is I could decide where I wanted to hit it and I could always hit it right over the first baseman's head. This is really easy for me. This is like, I just want to get a base hit. I just want to get a base hit. And I kind of took that and I, kind of moved it into business and I, I see so many people that are trying they've never done any real business yet and they're just swinging for the fence and that's not where you get your experience you get your experience by just doing something just do something small just it, it doesn't have to be the next thing to change the internet just do something small because in that small thing you're going to learn a whole lot of stuff and so I think that's probably the best piece of advice. I see so many people trying to build a site and it has to have every piece of functionality. Like, no, just make it simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just do something. Yeah. And and I think that is the key, isn't it? Just to d- baby steps in many ways. Baby steps, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And and who do you look up to, Tracy? You know, around the industry, there's, there's, there's obviously uh, many influential figures. Is there anybody that, that you look up to that you admire? Yeah, you know, I've had a really fortunate uh, life because I've I've attended so many uh, marketing conferences. So I've I've met so many different people. And uh, just real quickly, uh, I know that you have interviewed Armin Morin at one point in time. Mm-hmm. He's a great friend of mine. He was yeah. a, uh, an early mentor. I learned a lot about him, a, a lot from him, especially how to create software. Uh, Jim Edwards, uh, he works with Russell Brunson, and um, uh, I look up to both uh, Jim and Russell. And also one of the pioneers of the internet marketing is uh, John Reese. He was one of the first guys to do a big product launch called Marketing Secrets way back in the day. And uh, lately, um, I've really been paying a lot of attention to Marie Forleo. I don't know Marie Forleo, Forleo personally, like the other people. 
Um, but wow, she does some great stuff and she creates amazing content and she's really making an impact in people's lives. Fantastic. And in terms of, you know, yourself and your own business now, what are you working on right now? Is there any any insights you can share? I'm looking for exclusives here, Tracy. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know, uh, I can't I can't tell you everything, but I will tell you a little bit of a hint. When we were creating all these uh, plugins that eventually I said, um, we just can't do this. We really cranked out some really, really good plugins back then. And unfortunately, they kind of had to sit on the shelf for a while. And so what we're working on right now, we're, we're taking some of our older, like the most popular plugins, and uh, we're also rebuilding new functionality. And the way that I look at the the... You mentioned the pandemic uh, earlier, mm-hmm. and once the pandemic hit, the online training business just exploded all over the place. People are now learning more and more from home, and Wishlist Member has always been about um, protecting content and adding functionality, but now we're actually building a course builder. And that has not been shared <laughs> with wow. very many people. And we're also adding uh, gamification to it where, you know, you can earn points and badges and everything. And we are, uh, I just finished a meeting right before this interview and we are really close to that. Exciting times ahead. And there you have it, an exclusive. Yeah. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> Tracy, you, you still write a lot, don't you? So I know that you you obviously write articles for um, the Wishlist member website, uh, marketing articles in a way. Is is that something that you enjoy, or is that something that that, that you feel you have to do? <laughs> That's a good question, and uh, a lot of times it's really stuff that I, I feel like I kind of have to do. I think I think that more what I enjoy doing is maybe uh, creating training video training tutorials, and sure. uh, I wish that I had more time to do stuff like that. Uh, I think that probably the most rewarding thing is actually building the software and then explaining people how they can use it. Uh, but yeah, uh, writing is not necessarily one of my <laughs> favorite passions. <laughs> um, for anybody that is looking to launch a membership site, uh, why why would you think or why would you say that they should choose Wishlist Member above every other opportunity, every other piece of software out there? Well, I think the reason that you should use Wishlist Member is because we were one of the earlier solutions, so we had a lot of exposure to what people wanted and both needed. And so we have created it in probably the most flexible way you could possibly imagine. And we've also spent a great deal of time with what we call our integrations. So our integrations work with other pieces of software and by far and away, we have the most integrations of any software similar to what we do. And I, I think that we're at a point where it would be really challenging for people to catch up with us on integrations. Uh, but we're also always dedicated to continuing with innovation. And so that when we see things that are changing in the marketplace, oh, you know, 
this is something that people would clearly need. Uh, we, we, we try to stay on top of those things ourselves, but we also always want to hear back from our customers and hear uh, their feedback. And we take that real seriously. Sure. I mean, yours is a fascinating story and we could chat for hours, I'm sure. Um, but for anybody who is looking to launch a membership site, how can they find out more about Wishlist Member? Well, the easiest way to do that is just to go to wishlistmember.com. We have a short video tutorial uh, that kind of kind of high-level overview, 90-second explaining what all it does, and lots of information about the different uh, systems and services that we integrate with. And we also have a lot of uh, videos on our YouTube channel, but wishlistmember.com is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Excellent. Tracy, I've, I've loved catching up with you today. Thank you again for your time. It's been lovely to hear the, the background story about Wishlist Member and Wishlist Products. I wish you every success with the, uh, the future products that you're working on right now. And it's been a pleasure, as I say, talking to you. So thank you very much. Well, I sure do appreciate that. It's been a, an honor to be here with you. And I, I certainly appreciate all the kind words as well. 